system is not ready. Just turn on the control. Welcome to the AgriCast, official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 34, and I'm your host, Michael Camacho, and my co-host, as always, are Ben Wynn and Brian Bentley. And with us today, we have a special guest with us. She started this podcast with me back in 2008 when we were total meltdown over at Pwn.com. We are pleased to welcome back Stephanie Nabashek, a.k.a. Clover. Woo! Hey, everybody. Woo! Ding, ding, it's good to be ding, back. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So I hope everybody's been well. Yeah, we've uh, a few weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say, a little vacation. Mhm. I was moving home, into my new home. <laughs> my brand new house. How do you like it so far? Love it. I love being able to leave work and going. I'm going to my house, not going home. I'm going to my house. <laughs> so first thing I did, surprisingly enough, I set up the kitchen before the man cave. Wow. Yeah. Our little boy's all grown up. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> no, but I got the man cave up. Looking good. Game set up. Anime set up. Anime figure set up. Got my wet poster from E3 framed behind me. And got my mini fridge not too far in the laundry room. That's how it should be. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Still unpacking here and there, but I figure over the next couple of months I'll get it done. Oh, nice little house. <laughs> so, how's everybody else doing? Somebody start. Um, stressing a little bit, you can say, uh, but also excited at the same time. Where my work has finally going to be sending me to San Diego. Woo! Yeah. Um, Con. What's that? Comic-Con. Well, by the time I get out, well, by the time I get out there, it's going to be over. So, actually, the first one I'm, I'm really trying to go out for is uh, BlizzCon at the moment. So, so that's going to be my first big one. Fail. Fail. Yeah, fail my ass. <laughs> when has Blizzard ever put out a good product? Come on. <laughs> Sarcasm? <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, um, I don't. I don't. I don't particularly play Blizzard games, but I'll admit that they make great products. They do. Don't hate yeah. me, Starcraft fans. So yeah, that's pretty much my what I've been going through for the past the past couple of weeks now. So. Nice. How about you, uh, Quake? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been. Uh, we've been in the process of buying a new car, which. Uh, we bought a Honda Civic Hybrid. Ugh, a hybrid, really? Yeah. Well, I decided I could either, you know, try to... I don't know. I know it sounds corny to say I was trying to reduce my carbon footprint, but I did buy half by, by selling my old car and getting this new one. So, you know, I... It doesn't have the pickup I used to have with my V6, but <laughs> I still enjoy it. It's It's still a fun car. It's so quiet and... It's just really nice. I really enjoy it. Although I have realized that I think the real problem is the car buying experience sucks so bad that no one ever wants to go through it. I hate the car buying experience. It was like even though I know I got a good deal because I paid total less than like the MSRP was on the car alone, and yet I still feel like I got shystered, you know? Well, 
I bet my scion could still kick that hybrid's ass. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm only unpacking a four cylinder. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a little, it's a little low on the get up and go. Ben will tell you my car's got plenty of get up and go. <laughs> oh, that it does. <laughs> Going yeah, 115 Mike's, down Mike's 95. Yeah, Mike's a little bit speed demon. <laughs> What's that? Mike's a little speed demon. I, I learned this the hard way last year at PAX. <laughs> but does it, doesn't everyone uh, speed down there in Texas anyways? No. Yeah, yeah, but I've never sped in such narrow like streets before. I didn't even know like that narrow of a street existed before. Philadelphia was a learning experience for me because everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> everything is narrower in Philadelphia. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I felt like I could hop across the street. Everything was bigger in Texas, then I moved back to Maryland. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. i leave it to Mike. I keep it classy, you know. <laughs> Barely into the show once again. Bravo, Mike. Thank Bravo. you. Thank you. <laughs> Stephanie, what about you? What have you been up to? Um, actually, speaking of cars, I just got my Honda Civic out of the dealership. Uh, a couple things started breaking now that I've hit 100,000 miles on my Civic. So I had to replace that. In the meantime, I was driving a 99 Solara, which has a V6, and I really miss that V6. Yeah. It got terrible gas mileage, so that's good to have the Civic back. It's cheaper, but that Solara just drove so nice. Oh yeah, that that's actually what I traded in. I traded in a Solara. I had a Solara when I was on the same page. <laughs> I had a Solara when I went to my friend's uh, wedding in Sacramento. I had the convertible. Yeah, freaking nice. They're they're a great drive. I'm really. It's just I, I spend twenty dollars more on gas every time I fill up on the Solara than I do the Civic. Yeah, it was yeah, it was ridiculous. The amount of money I was spending just to drive the thing. Yeah, my fill-up's about $22. <laughs> and mine were in the $47 range. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, mine. Stephanie, you were just at Screw Attack Gaming Convention. Why don't you give us a heads up of how that was? Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, this is actually the smallest convention I've ever been to, and I've been to some pretty small ones. I want to guesstimate that there was maybe around 200 people that showed up to this thing. Wow. Um, it was it was Fourth of July weekend, and I mean, amazingly enough, everyone I hung out with came really far. Uh, there was a lot of people from Cleveland, some people from Canada. There was four people from England, someone from Scotland. Uh, someone from Nova Scotia, which I guess is a part of Canada, but I mean, there was just people from everywhere came out to this convention, and I thought it would be really lame because it was really small. Uh, we had planned on getting a booth, but you know, of course, things come up, and we just decided last minute, eh, we won't get a booth, which is great because it was so small, it wouldn't have been worth it, but it was actually really fun. Um, it was small enough that you could get to know people. And you could kind of have a better time. It didn't feel like you were getting lost in the crowd. And it was it was a good celebration for Screw Attack. I mean, it, it wasn't. It was, I I don't necessarily want to say it's going towards PAX, but it would be nice to have that that type of con here in Texas, because the majority of the cons are either incredibly far north, east, or west. Um, yeah. 
So I have high hopes for Screw Attack of next year. Here's to hopefully getting a thousand attendees. Um, well, was it all weekend or was it just like one day? It was all weekend. It was Friday through Sunday. Um, there was an Iron Man of Gaming tournament, which for those of you who are not familiar with an Iron Man gaming, it's they pick five different video games of different genres and on different consoles. And I think 120 out of the 200 people that were there competed. Um, wow. Only 16 made it to the final round. Um, there was Dig Dug, Call of Duty 4. Uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember half the games. Um, the final surprise game was Nintendo. Uh, was it Nintendo World Championships 1990? Wow. For the <laughs> NES, so the cartridge basically started. You had six minutes and some odd seconds to play through. Um, that game to get the highest points and the three games that were on that cartridge were uh, Super Mario Brothers, Rad Racer, and then Tetris. Nice. And I have never seen more people get excited over a Tetris game in my life. Okay, you haven't been to Andy's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, for those who don't know, is the guy who runs Pwned and AgroGamer. Um, basically... We were there during E3, and him and his girlfriend Jamie were playing Tetris every night we were there. Oh, it was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe how long they played. We was like, you got a 360 on the other side of the wall. But no, they're in there playing Tetris all night. Seriously. It was fantastic. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, what was it? After day three or something like that, like... We, me, Brian, Andy were just playing Tetris, and uh, I think Mike went to bed. I passed out early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep during. Um, I was watching the anime video Hell, anime music video Hell uh, three, and Jamie had to come turn it off because she was like, "What the fuck is he listening to?" <laughs> oh, gotta love anime Hell. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, so so the gaming tournament went well. Yeah, um, actually, uh, two people who competed in the video game tournament um, are also from the World uh, World Cyber Games Ultimate Gamer, w WCG, if anybody kept up with that show. Um, Jamal and Mark were there, and I actually am not 100% certain, but I want to say Jamal won, um, the Iron Man of Gaming, so it was really exciting to get to meet those two guys, because I kept up with that show, maybe not for completely honest intentions, um, but I watched it through the end. Yeah. What are your dishonest intentions? <laughs> um, I was watching the show to watch a certain uh, person competing on that show cry because they did almost every episode. And <laughs> you know, I, as a female in the industry, there's a lot of drama between other females, and um, you know, me and a couple of other people from our site pwned kind of just would sit in the chat box every night and watch the show and laugh. <laughs> But, you know, to keep things kind of nice. I'm not going to name names, but... <laughs> they're, you know, it's just, just just harmless girl gamer drama. I was, <laughs> I was, I was taking the better end of it. Well, speaking of tournaments, um, I do want to give a quick shout-out um, to 355 Scion, actually out my way, um, here in Rockville, Maryland. I was holding a huge Street Fighter Four tournament. Uh, $1,000 to the winner. Um, it's being held by, god dang it, I'm going to feel bad, JC Media, in conjunction with uh, 355 Scion, 
and um, it's going to be on the 360. It's bring your own controller. Um, like I said, a thousand dollars, but they're having other sponsors like uh, Best Buy, Red Bull, XM Radio, ECA, and even Pwn.com. And prizes are going to be given out. Best Buy has signed on, and they haven't announced what the prizes are going to be, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be something related. Or at least probably like gift certificates and stuff. So even if you don't win that, you might win another prize randomly or whatever. Um, they're bringing in two guys that have become pretty good on the GameStop national tour. Eric Kim and Antoine Ortiz. So it should be interesting to see how it plays out. It's August 2nd, starting at 10 a.m. Um, I'm going to be there covering the event and possibly... Kevin, one of the other writers for AgriGamer, will be there covering the event. I'm still talking him into going. So, should be a lot of fun. I know when I went to the Halo 3 tournament and Gears of War 2 tournament held prior with um, JC Media at other places, it was a lot of fun. So, look forward to this, and I'll be rolling up there in my own Scion, so. <laughs> Show them how it's Can't done, wait. Mike. Oh, yeah. Well... I'm sure mine's not going to look half as good as most of those people's scions, because I didn't do anything to it. <laughs> I'll just roll up Blasting the Cream music. <laughs> uh, just want to give bet people you a heads any, up. And Powery is going to be um, uh, going to be Go Generation G, isn't it? No. <laughs> Probably some Drunken Tiger. Did you hear their new album yet? Dude, I'm so out of the loop. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I haven't listened to Korean music in two years. Dude, they they released um um an an eighth album. It's a, it's a two disc album, so it's it's a good Fuck. listen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just this one. Listen, boy. My first love story. I'll be nice. <laughs> you can't hear me, but I'm shaking my head over here. <laughs> now, nah, but um, you can't hear me. I'm banging my head against the wall. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get into what we've been playing. I wasn't gonna play more than that. <laughs> Don't worry, people. If you want to look for it, though, Girls Generation G on YouTube. Promise. Oh my God. Eleven hot Asian Korean females. Oh. <laughs> but we'll get into what we've been playing, and since we're doing a little welcome back, Stephanie, we'll let you go first, and you can talk about what you've been playing. Oh gosh, it's been a while since I've done this. No, um, I actually have been getting back into Counter-Strike Source these last few months. Um, and probably here in a bit, I'm going to eventually reinstall Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> through a, a... God, I don't know. Last time I tried to install that game, it took me seven and a half hours, and this was a year ago. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble then. So... I'm, I'll probably just go over to my friend uh, who has Verizon Fios and just plug my computer in for the night and see if I can download it in an hour. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm guesstimating it's going to take an entire night if I do it here. Um, and uh, at work, I've kind of been playing some uh, some old school games that I haven't seen in years. Some, some Kirby, some Dave Mira, some Crash Bandicoot. Um, for those who don't know, I work at a daycare now part-time and we don't have any kids in the daycare. I get to play video games. Nice. Nice. Score. <laughs> Where can I that. sign up? But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I try to keep it simple. 
with just some first-person shooters. I don't I don't venture out too much into co-op or console gaming, which I, I should. I have consoles that are just sitting there very lonely in my house. DC gamers for the win. Yep. <laughs> what? What? Console gamers for the win. Boom. Boom. <laughs> PC gaming, in my opinion, this is cheaper. That's just cheaper. Just you gotta upgrade every three years, two, three years. Dude, I haven't upgraded. I have. I seriously have not upgraded in in four years since I got my PC. You play Crisis? Or you just do what I do and get into a good community Crisis. where, like, if somebody else upgrades, they give you your computer part and you give them their. You give someone else your computer part. And I've upgraded my computer without spending a penny on it because. Someone I knew would upgrade and give me their old graphics card, and I'd give my old graphics card away, and so on and so on. That's how us PC gamers do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll stick with my consoles. I don't know. I think I might give in eventually and get an Xbox 360. Ooh. Way to go. <laughs> Unless you're like an elitist who, for some reason, will buy a PS3 instead. I don't know. The, you know, the Blu-ray is... <laughs> A Blu-ray player cost about the same as a, P a PS3. So, if you were really into Blu-ray, it would make sense to buy a PlayStation 3. Yeah, the I'll problem is now I have to upgrade my TV because they're like, um, well, oh shit, what was I playing? I got the uh, I played the Overlord 2 demo, and I'm like, like stare, I'm like squinting at the screen, going like, I can't read those words. <laughs> That's how bad it's gotten. And the only problem for me with Blu-ray is I started upgrading some movies and I was like, it's not worth it. Well, Wally, Wally is worth it, but I'm not going to upgrade oh, yeah. a TV just to watch Wally on Blu-ray. Well, I got Wally on Blu-ray because it was fifteen dollars, but I won't spend over fifteen dollars for a Blu-ray, except for James Bond collections. Oh, I'm such a James Bond fanatic. I need to buy the third uh, set. <laughs> that and Michael Bay films, probably. No, I don't. I don't own Transformers. I do own Iron Man, though. <laughs> we went and saw Transformers the other night. Uh, the Any new good? one. Uh, it's one of those movies, and I think Benny, I think you said this. You know, it's it's really like if you're just looking for that campiness, then it's going to totally fulfill fulfill that need. Uh, if you're going in thinking this is going to be like some great movie, then you're totally wasting your time. It's, I went into the first. It seems like a filler. I, I think I think it seems like a precursor to there being a third film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But who's going to direct it? Because Michael Bay says he's done with action films. Well, then good then, because <laughs> the way that he uh, filmed in Transformers 2, it was like, well, what are you doing? You had, like, most of the robot scenes in the beginning and the end, but I really wanted more of them throughout the whole movie and not just Sam and Michaela in yeah. their damn love story. Yep. That's a good point. You're talking about Megan Fox? Yes. Yes. Always need more Megan Fox. What are you talking about? They, <laughs> then, then the you, thing then is... You love the, you're going to love the movie then because half yeah. the time she's like slow motion and her boobs are bouncing around. Yep. That's pretty much yep. it. Weak. Yep. So that's go watch the it. movie. You're going to absolutely love it. because I'm going to get arrested like Pee Wee Herman then because I'm going to be yeah, fapping yeah. in the movie theater. Oh, dear God. I know you will. I wouldn't, <sighs> I wouldn't have been surprised if it had happened while in the movie theater because our movie theater was packed and there was just a lot of it was too much. There were so many chill. I saw it twice. And the second time I saw it, like the first time there was almost no kids in the theater. The second time, I want to say half of the theater was children. 
And the oh, yes. language and the content of that movie should not be aimed towards children. No, I have, like, oh, four, I have four-year-olds coming to my daycare wearing Transformers t-shirts and talking about how they love the movie, and I'm like, there's not enough little kid stuff for that movie. Like, no, it's definitely not a children's film. It is not. At all. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I'm not even sure it was necessarily marketed, though, towards children. I think it was marketed towards us, you know? I think the, the film was, but if you've gone to the stores lately, they have Transformers 2 tennis shoes for four-year-olds. Oh, well, that and, I did not know. Not I don't shop for four-year-olds that often. So, huh. Well, I don't know. I haven't been to the theater in years. I think the last movie I saw was Balls of Fury. Ooh. I'm going to go yeah, see Yeah, funny-ass movie. So I will tell you how that was. <laughs> I don't go to the movies. I'd rather just wait to see it on Blu-ray or Netflix or something like that. Too much money for me to go to the damn theater. Or I have to wake up too damn early to go to the theater. I'm sorry. I totally derailed this again, but... Yeah, so, um... Brian, what Good are job, you playing? Yeah. Uh, actually, most of, the, most of it I've been playing uh, Valkyria Chronicles on the PS3. Um, I'm about up to 50 hours on it, and I still have, you know, plenty of game to go. It's, I've really just fallen in love with it to point of obsession. Have you seen the anime yet? No, I haven't. There's an anime for it? Yep. Oh, crap. It's still ongoing in Japan right now. Is it? Okay, so there are, like, DVDs for that, or is it just... Not yet. It hasn't been licensed for the U.S. yet. Oh, alright. Which is why you can get it now. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, but uh, pretty much that's been it. Um, well, I, we, we've been gone, right? So we uh, let's see what else. I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, retro game challenge on the DS. Um, that's been fun, except uh, the whole Star Prince um, game and trying to win it is was a pain in my ass. I still haven't been able to do it. Other than that, that's about it. I thought there was another game you were talking about, Butt Pirates or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not Butt Pirates necessarily, but uh, Puzzle Pirates. Um it's a it's an MMO um, from uh, Three Rings Design, and basically, um, like that's how I met my girlfriend through the game, and so she's got she has had niche lately to play, and so then now I've been dragged in, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play again. So we've been doing that occasionally, so it's been fun. Nice. All right, Ben, what have you been up to? Um, uh, what I've been up to, I've been playing um a lot of Team Fortress Two. Uh, with a group of people that um, that's local, actually local around here. Um, it's a pretty much a um, a tech slash video game uh, website. I don't know if you want me to mention it or not, but the group is called uh, Iconic. I actually met them on the way back from E3 uh, in the airport <laughs> because I saw them there. You know, they had their badges still, and I'm like, hey, you guys were at E3 too, so I'm like. So you know, we were talking Captain Contact and whatnot, um, exchange business cards and whatnot. They actually had a, um, an event here uh, recently, and I, um, I actually stopped by there and see uh, and checked it out. It was actually a huge land party type. Um, people from like uh, literally people from across the country came to around here to just the land with 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 uh, the close knit uh, family group that they have. It was it was actually quite interesting. So I've been playing Team Fortress with them. Um, 
Um, picked up Blaze Blue. Um, I'm really liking it a lot. Um, How does it play compared to the Guilty Gear series? Very similar, but they they uh, they added a feature where you can use the right um, analog stick to to uh, use um, some of the special abilities. If just in case you're like brand new to the fighting game and whatnot, nice. um, if you if you um, if you want if if you're a more advanced um, fighting game player, then you you can use like the D pad or whatnot to do the the moves and whatnot. So um, I went online and played a couple matches and. Um, I like the level up system that I have on there. Um, let's see what else is there. I haven't really played the arcade mode. I've just been playing the uh, the story mode and the arcades. So, I mean, uh, the um, online. So um, I've been playing that. Been playing Transformers Two. Um, Any good? I think it's really buggy. <laughs> In my humble opinion, I mean, how can you use the right trigger to transform? And you can move around, but you have to constantly holding it to transform. Because if you let go, you transform back to robot form. And there's like no button for you to just go to vehicle mode at all. That's annoying. And so I'm like, okay. I mean, the aiming system is, is there, but it's just that I think it's a little buggy. The AI is really not that good at all. And um, I, I, I felt like I was playing a little bit of Counter-Strike Source because I was getting a lot of high shots. So, <laughs> um, let's see. What else has, have I been playing? You mean um, headshots on you then, right? No. Headshots <laughs> on no. Um, actually, I've been playing a lot of uh, Rock Band 2 also. And, Great game. Great game. And, um, a little so bit. So you've of... learned to realize why it's so much better than Guitar Hero, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, that's why I really want a, um, a Rock Band guitar. Because, no, guitar yes, no, because the guitar I have for... Um, Guitar Hero just absolutely sucks. I've never heard somebody... Well, I've heard a few people, but... Uh, I, I still like the Guitar Hero guitar over I like the... the click. I'm sorry, I need yeah, that click. I like the click also. <laughs> no, it's it just that I just feel like... I mean, I like I like the clicking too. It's just that I feel like... I don't know if it's just my guitar or not, but the button stuck is, is like sometimes sticks. And I'm uh, like, um, no. That's just your guitar then, I think. I have two world tour guitars, and I don't have a problem. I'm, I've been having problems with mine since I've gotten it, so. Yeah, I definitely prefer the Guitar Hero guitars to the Rock Band guitars. Yeah. It just it just bounces back. It's more comfortable. I, I don't know. I think it's just me, because I, I like the Rock Band uh, guitar, so. Uh, I do prefer the Rock Band drums to the, um, the Guitar Hero world tour drums, though. I can't drum, period, so it doesn't matter to me. I like I prefer- the... Oh, good. I prefer the real drums over any of them because I don't know. I play the drums, but that's just me, though. <laughs> I like the world tour guitar. I like the world tour drums, except for the fact that mine broke, so I have to get on Red Octane about getting me new ones. You can have my. Oh wait, I was supposed to say you can have mine, but you don't have a 360. So it's got a Wii. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, is that all you've been playing there? Um, I guess, yeah. Peggle? Oh, Peggle um, World of Warcraft Edition. Which What's I, the I, difference? Is it just the same game, or do they change the look up? Or what? It, it, it's, the same, it's the same game. They just have... I mean, it's not like, it, it's not like the, um, the World of Warcraft add-on, 
where you know you have the talent trees or whatnot, and you know, and you can do certain things because you can put the points on that talent tree. It's just, it's pretty much Pego with the artistic style of Blizzard in the background, and they just did okay. it that way. Uh, so it's pretty much the same damn game. It just that's just that. Okay, I was wondering what the differences were. So it's like the the one that came with the orange box, the Pego Extreme. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Nothing wrong I, with that. No, I mean, I I was literally when I first found out about it. I think I played three to four boards before I even went uh, decided to go to work because I was gonna play. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna play through this whole damn game before I go to work on I? And I'm like, I looked at my I looked at the clock. I'm like, nope, don't have enough time. I'm gonna go. <laughs> So, all right. Well, um, let's see. What have I been playing? I've played a little bit here and there. It's been tough with the move. Um, first thing I've been, I started. I played since I actually got a chance to sit down and uh, boot up any of my systems. Was Damnation. Um, if people don't know, it's a third-person shooter, steampunk-style game. It had a great concept. But has poor um, execution. There's a lot of problems with the game. I got I was getting stuck on invisible like objects and walls, or sticking out of walls. Nice. <laughs> um, the voice acting, actually, the whole story and acting period is just garbage. It's just there was a lot of things that this game could have done. I don't understand why. Enemy characters can use cover, or not enemy characters, even friendly AI characters can use cover, but you can't in a third-person game. It's so annoying when you're watching your teammates that are with you take cover, and you're like, what? All I can do is duck. What the fuck is that shit? Like, you had enough time to do this game to get it out, at least do a decent job with it. I know, um, Mo. Uh, done some work with them, and she was a little ecstatic that they had problems, and <laughs> the game didn't do well, but I gave it a chance, because I really liked steampunk-style stuff, so I figured sure. I'd give it a shot, and I think um, after the third or fourth level, I was just like, I was done. I couldn't play anymore. I was just, I was ready to throw the whole game out the window. There's just too many problems, too many um shortcuts that you can tell they took with the game um, and just sometimes you'd be doing something and you would have no clue what to do luckily sometimes your teammates will actually start doing what you need to do to get to the next level so you can follow them but if you don't see that happen you're just going to be standing around for a while trying to figure out what they're talking about um, other than that I played prototype fucking love this game um, haven't played Infamous yet, the full game, but I got Prototype in, I just started playing it a couple days ago, and it is freaking awesome. Like, I love just climbing the buildings in the city. You literally just run straight up walls. It's a lot like the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Um, if, if anybody played that game. Actually, I, I played a little bit of that. I, I actually enjoyed that game a lot. Well, Prototype gives me a feel of Crackdown somewhat. Well, um, if you played Crackdown and you jumped off a building and you were really high, you'd get that feeling of, holy shit, I'm falling really far. Well, this game gives you that. 
and it plays really well. I like the fact that you can consume people and then take their identity when running around the city. So for everybody who knows me that I like playing as female characters, I'm like, consume this girl. Okay, I'm running around as a girl now. <laughs> um, but the the upgrades you can get for yourself, whether it's the claws or you get these um like big stone hands that can take out tanks and stuff. Um, are really nice. Everything adds more. Haven't done a lot of the story. I've only done a few missions. Most of it, I've just been running around the city. Because they have orbs you can collect to gain experience. So I've just been jumping and flying, not flying, but gliding between buildings to collect these things. Because I, I kind of like that wild goose chase that they have. Um, also, I've played this game called Kuros. From Sandlot Games, I'm going to be writing a review on it. It's a point-and-click adventure game, puzzle game, that's really nice. And um, I'm going to be writing a review on it by the end of this week, because I want to get it up before Otakon. But it's a really nice game. It's full-voiced um, for a casual game, but it's got some hardcore elements in the puzzle. So far, I've been good at figuring out the puzzles. Um... I have seen them get a little tougher and tougher as it goes along. So, I'll have a full review on that later this week. And I played some Gears 1 with uh, everyone's favorite Pwn member, Hey Hey Chest. Um, did some 1 versus 1, and I gotta say this because it's gonna drive her crazy when she listens. Uh, I got five chainsaws in a row on her. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even realize it until she pointed it out. Like, we played 1 versus 1. And I think she won three maps out of the whole time we were playing. <laughs> Terrible. Like, well, she's really good. But the problem is I don't play like the people she plays with. Right. They're actually playing for real. Yeah, they're running out there going into it while I'm sitting around the corner waiting for her to come around. <laughs> and I'm popping out going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Nicola. <laughs> yeah. So, we're just having a lot of fun with that. Um, but she's still, like, when she gets really into it, man, I can't, it's hard to stop her. It's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> but I was getting better with the shotgun, which is usually my weak point. But that's about all I was playing. Um, so why don't we jump into the bargain bin section? Stephanie, if you want to real quick, I know you're going to name a game you've already been playing, but... Yeah, um, Dave Mira, like... I don't know about you guys, but, like, growing up, I was so obsessed with the BMX and skateboarding games. Like, I literally just get lost in it. And my coworkers, like, my manager will come in when I'm uh, closing the, uh, closing up the daycare, and he'll be like, can you leave on Dave Mira? And this game is $4. Um, if you can, you can find it in the cheapo bins for PlayStation 2 at GameStop. It is, it is $4, and it's, it's addicting. I mean, Tony Hawk Pro Skater as well. If you can find that, it's it's generally no more than five, and totally worth it. Well, you said if you can get it for Xbox, you can get it even cheaper, though, right? Uh, yeah. Any any like original Xbox game is cheap right now because GameStop, um, for the this year, GameStop is getting rid of all of their Xbox stock. Um, by the year 2010, GameStop will no longer sell original Xbox games. So you can like, I bought Mech Assault for a dollar ninety nine. Nice. Wow. So if uh, I actually and let's see about Unreal Tournament Gold Edition for also a dollar ninety nine. So if nice. you've got an Xbox game, 
you really want, um, especially if they're backwards compatible, go to GameStop, buy it, because if you wait too long, you're going to have to buy it um, at a resale shop or mm-hmm. uh, on Amazon, and you might or pay Goose X. on too. So, Goose GameStop. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to endorse it, but, I mean, they've got some great deals going on right now. Yeah, I felt the same way. I don't know if anybody saw the article I put up earlier today about gaming for less on the website. Mm-hmm. I even say in there is with the GameStop, it's kind of like, I hate to say it, but if you can get a game deal at GameStop, you got to do it. <laughs> so yeah, and it's, I, you know, it's easier to return than if you got something off Amazon or Guzex. Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys, but here in Dallas, there's a GameStop on every corner pretty much. Because <laughs> I even say GameStop. The one thing I like about GameStop when you buy used um, is the fact that I hate that they don't always have the full package, so I won't buy it. But I like the fact I can see the disc condition before I actually walk out of that store. They hate when I ask for it, but I'm like, can I see the condition of the disc? They're like, well, we guarantee. I was like, no, 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 no. I want to see what I'm buying before I walk out of the store, so I don't have to come back. Well, the GameStop that that I go to up here, they they generally they literally every single time I buy like a used game, they take it out and they show me the disc and then they put it in. Most places around here just yeah. go, boom, they look at it real quick and they throw it back in. I'm like, no, 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 I want to see that too, asshole. Yeah, that's, I get the same thing here. They just toss it in there. Well, when I worked at GameStop, we'd ask if they wanted to look at it. And if they said no, we just put it in. Yeah, I don't, I don't get people. I want to know what I'm buying before I walk out of that store. When I worked at GameStop, I showed them what the disc looks like, and then if they okayed it, then... Uh, I put it in. If not, then I go find a, a, a generally uh, quote unquote a better one. Yeah, that's what I always ask. Like, and I I love when they're like, and I'm like, sorry, dude, I'm not walking out of here with a shitty disc. <laughs> I don't understand why they do that. They do that here too, and they're like, oh my god, like, oh my god, you're gonna make me work? Well, oh yeah, my god, I could we could never do that here. Like, corporate is just on the street. So at my GameStop, like. We had to do everything by the book. I visited a GameStop in Memphis, and everybody, like, if I had acted the way they did at that GameStop, I would have been fired instantly. Yeah. So I guess it's different from city to city. I think the further you are from corporate, or the le- the more lax your uh, mm-hmm. GMs yeah. are, or your DMs, I guess, district managers. Well, plus, or no, it'd be, yeah, the, the, the DM, depending on the DMs, especially if it's, like, a high-populated area, especially when they're getting... Um, Generally, the good business and whatnot, because I know the GameStops up here, they're like somewhat strict. So it's like you know, you 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 got to go by the book, or else you know they they really question you and stuff like that. So well, I think many areas they know they're the only store in town that does that, so they know you're kind of fucked. Um, luckily here we have game crazies, a couple, and we have playing trades, nice. so yeah, we have yeah. a couple other options. But I think in a lot of areas, GameStop and EB Games is where the only places you have. Yeah, we'll see. I guess in Dallas, it's kind of the opposite. There's there's a game here. Like, there's a store here called Console Gaming Exchange, and they have eight around the area. And they specialize in older games, but they sell new stuff, too. And they'll, they treat you like crap. They Their return policy is beyond obnoxious. And they'll charge you... Like, I had to pay... $17 for a PlayStation 1 game because Whoa. they know that you'll pay that you'll pay for it. 
And they're oh. just they're so mean because they know that there's nowhere else in the Metroplex that will do it. And they know that GameStop sends people to their store. Because that's what we were told at GameStop. We were told to send people to CGX if they wanted PlayStation 1 games. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it is pretty bad. <laughs> um, so okay, Ben. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I've been eating up all my points. I've gone down from... 20,000 Guzex points, over 20,000 to um, a little over 7,000 now. Wow. Yeah. But they're talking about doing DVD training soon, so you may see my points jump way back up. <laughs> I'm going to be on there that first night going, add, 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 offer, offer, offer. Because <laughs> i got a fucking crap load of movies I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> Alright, Ben, what about you? What's your bargain, Ben? My bargain, Ben is Star Wars Republic Commando for the PC. It is $9.99 on Steam. So, I mean, I played this game when it first came out in 2005, I believe. And, it, you know, it may not be one of the best first-person shooters, but it, did, it does give you a good, uh, different perspective as a uh, clone uh, drone or, or whatever you want to call them uh, in the Star Wars um, universe. So... You know, I, I I I liked it because I'm a Star Wars geek, you can say, so Sounds good. How about you, Brian? Yep. Uh I'm going with also with the uh PC game. I'm gonna go with uh, Elder Scrolls three Morrowind, the game of the year edition is fifteen dollars on Amazon.com, normally thirty dollars, so half price, not bad. And it's a good game. Uh, yeah. Well, well I, I sort of left that as, you know, I mean, well, of course, minus Mike's opinion. It's a Bethesda Elder game. Elder Scrolls so. for the lose. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm anticipating a Bethesda game, even though it wasn't produced by them. Which is wet. Because uh, any character voiced by Elijah Dushku is win. <laughs> but um, I'll go with my bargain bin. I'm cheating a little here. I know we usually do $30 or less, but I'm going a little over because the game hasn't even been out a year yet, and you can now pick it up on Amazon for $35. It's Gears of War 2. Um, I have to say, you got to play this game. Um, if, you ha- if you like the first one, you want to finish, the- not finish the story, but continue the story on, get it. It's still fun as hell with co-op, and online to me, it- it's a lot better than Gears 1. I think it plays quicker. It's easier to chainsaw people, which is what I love. Um, in fact, we had a Pwn member night with Marielli this past Friday. And back to Chesty, I got two chainsaws to her one. Yeah. You know me. Always searching her out. Actually, one I got her on her because she got scared. She didn't realize I was behind her. She tried to run away. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, poor Chesty. Yeah. Um. So, I definitely have to recommend picking it up for thirty-five dollars. And yeah. if you have an ECA membership, you get ten percent off of that anyway. So you'll get it for about thirty, thirty-two, fifty. Hey, everything helps these days. Exactly. So that's it for the bargain bin seg- uh, segment. We're gonna go into a quick thing of pwn news. Um. I don't know if you guys have noticed, there's been a 
slow redesign of the site coming out. Not a lot, not major, but here and there. The news section has disappeared. Calendar and forums now have their own little um, Tab. uh, menu tabs. Uh, I know, Stephanie, you know a little more about the whole redesign than I do. I've been kind of away yeah, from dealing yeah. with... Andy oh. and I have something up our sleeves. Um, it's taking a little bit more time to get out because uh, Andy, Justin, Roy, and I are really, really busy with... They're doing some more applications and uh, stuff that they've got for work. And we've got some new features coming your way for Pwn soon, which I'm not going to talk about. You guys are just going to have to wait. And um, I, I will I will just go ahead and throw this down because I don't think it's going to be that big of a secret. I think we are planning a new user interface for Pwn.com, and we really, really want it. And I've got it drawn out. It's just a matter of creating it and coding it. So in the next few months, everybody expect some bigger site changes coming your way. And I think for the better. Uh, I know last time we promised a new site changes. It wasn't that drastic, but I think... I think we're going to spend more time on it than getting it right this time. So Sweet. If y'all have any suggestions, uh, feel free to send them my way. That's uh, at clover at pwned.com. Or you can send it to my agrocast, uh, or sorry, my agrogamer email. Or just, you know, send me a message on pwned. I'm more than willing to hear what you guys have to say for what you'd like pwned to do. Um, like, like Mike says, there's slow changes, so got some time before they'll come out um yeah and we'd love we'd love to hear what y'all think uh and yeah um new new stuff for pwned coming your way soon so hopefully by pax uh nice. i want to pray for pax i don't i don't know if we'll make it but hopefully by pax if not vg expo yes by vg expo for sure <laughs> all right um other news uh the game nights uh, just recently got back into holding the game nights. Vegas 2 got pushed aside, didn't have enough um, turnout. Same with Resistance 2. I think it was just the short notice I had, kind of really getting everything back up and running for the game nights with the move. Um, but Call of Duty 4, we held the night. Um, Monkey Duluffy was back as, with a win. Um, we had a couple new people, which was nice. And I came in second. Thank you for the knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing that put you over the second. Oh, it was great. So, knife fight was awesome. The whole game night was pretty fun. Um, our next nights is Burnout Paradise this Wednesday. Saturday is Soul Calibur 4. Eradicus will be hosting because I'll be at Otakon. And screw that, I'm not going to have time to play games. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be at a bunch of concerts of Japanese music. And Gears of War 2 is next Sunday. So make sure you sign up for Gears of War 2 and get those chainsaws ready. Chesty, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Alright, so real quick, we're going to do a quick topic of discussion this week. Uh, we're going to be discussing everybody's favorite asshole, Jack ooh, Thompson. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, we're talking about you. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm everybody's favorite jackass. Oh, oh see, right. Casey Sorry. What? No. Good point. Good point. Speaking of which, Cleric is back on the website. Um... Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we, we'll no, leave I... that alone. Don't, let's, I'm going to mute that. I'm going to bleep that out. 
Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you going to edit like, something out? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's weird. Mike editing. Hey, we do it raw like the Geek Box, damn it. <laughs> I love that. that. That is so funny ever since they started doing that. Hey, don't forget, win a date with Fitch at geek, geekbox.net. I'm going to plug it here, too. I don't think my girlfriend would like that. <laughs> so, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the Geek Box. Win a date with Fitch at geekbox.net. Fitch Hitch? <laughs> I can't wait till the next episode. God, that's they so become my favorite podcast outside of this one. The geekbox.net. Not the. No. Just geekbox. Just geekbox. Do you yes, not know about this Thompson. shirt? No. I think I can get through this really quickly. Okay. But uh, yeah, everybody, uh, like we talked earlier, I was at the SGC, uh, the Screw Attack Gaming Convention, uh, 4th of July weekend here in Dallas, and. Jack Thompson was a guest and uh, spoke and then partook in a debate. And all I can just say is that, I mean, I got in for free with my press pass, but I would have easily paid the weekend admission just to hear Jack Thompson talk because it, it is phenomenal that a human being could just process life that way. I, um, Jack Thompson... For if anybody has ever just gets angry, thinks he's a threat, he is no, he is not a threat. Um, he got his license taken away from him. He's no longer a lawyer, and I don't think he's ever going to get it back anytime soon because the man is just mentally insane. Um, you know, topics were brought up like, you know, Jack Thompson, why do you think this? Jack Thompson, why do you think that? And the answers just aren't relevant because in the end, he really just didn't answer anyone's questions. Um, I asked him a question about, you know, if you plan to you know, make it illegal and et cetera, et cetera, for purchasing video games rated M, then how do you plan on controlling the downloadable content when the video game industry is leaning more towards that? And he he, he responded with, well, I'm not quite sure, but let me tell you about a woman whose daughters died at Virginia Tech. And it, it seemed what? like every question he would bring up, well, let me tell you about so-and-so, insert first and last name, who I met on insert date, whose daughters or sons were killed at insert school shooting here. Oh, Virginia Tech. Uh, he uh, talked can about, he beat he my high score? He could not talk, like, he literally, it was just Virginia Tech, Columbine, school shootings in Germany. I, I mean, his, his statistics are wrong, his facts are wrong, they're biased, and he, he just, he reminds me of Senator Kelly from the X-Men movies. Like, he looks like him, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that's creepy. You're right. This, this man <laughs> is just, it's amazing. You'll, I was laughing because I, I've just in disbelief because he's so serious. And he does have some great points, but they're clouded by his faith and his blind faith and his politics. I mean, he's. He's just insane. And for anybody that, I mean, is, is honestly curious and just doesn't believe me, go Google Jack Thompson SGC. Uh, watch some videos. There's stuff on YouTube. or stuff on Destructoid. I mean, they're... I am not lying. This this man is insane. It is... It was amazing. I'm actually, I'm actually glad I went to the debates because... Damn. I wish I hadn't missed it. <laughs> I, I mean, it was entertaining. It, it really was. He's just 
Yeah, I know. Me personally, I, thought, I always thought the dude was a whack job, but I know he was pushing that stuff through uh, Utah. He found people to actually listen to him. Luckily, the governor was like, yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. Yeah, well, like, in Texas, our governor is pro-video games. Uh, Rick Perry. Um, I'll go Rick Perry. Uh, and there's a lot of more politicians that, especially thanks to the Video Game Voters Network, are starting to kind of come around. I think I think politicians get frightened, and people like Jack Thompson help in that. But I, I mean, it's really up to you guys, um, the video gamers, to... You know, write your senators, write your congressmen, write write the crazed lawyers out there, and you know, help help them realize that everything isn't so scary and that I, we're not scary people. But Jack Thompson is just—he's cuckoo. I agree. Obama took a swipe during his campaign at gamers, saying that they lacked ambition and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, I think I—I I, I mean, I'm not to say that all gamers do. I think. Maybe the general stereotype is still kind of back in the 90s, but, I mean, gamers have come a long way. Like, children and adults and, I mean, everyday people are gamers. Uh, Jack Thompson actually said, you know, I've played all these video games, and I play, I play games, but I'm not a gamer. Well, what's a gamer then? You know? I think, I think there's some stereotypes out there that still need to be addressed, and I think, um, you know, again, it's inevitably up to the gamer to let people know that, you know, we're not necessarily all these stereotypes that they might think we are. True. I completely agree, and unfortunately, the media is always going to jump with people like Jack Thompson, not us. So, they're going to go for the fear tactics. Of course they are. I like mean, the swine flu? easiest thing for them to do. Yeah. The swine flu, you mean like uh, Kotaku? <laughs> oh, did I say that? Sorry. <laughs> Like, swine flu at E3. Really? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really going to run this fear tactic journalism? After you get when you pay your writers based off of how many clicks they get to their articles. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah that's no good. Wow. That's... that's how they make their money over there. Yep. Wow. So they will post anything. Okay, that I didn't know, and I'm just going, wow. Uh, for every ad, every time they get a click, the ads on that page get hits, and they look at that, and they say, okay, you made this much money because all your articles had this. I'm like, fuck that shit. I, I just, I think it takes away the integrity as a writer. Yeah, and there's so little, and I mean, really, if you think about it, there's so little integrity for games enthusiast journalism at the moment as it is. Yeah. That's uh, sad. Alright, well... Um, I guess we'll wrap this up. For this week. Don't want to start... We can start rambling at times. <laughs> <laughs> no. So listen to us. Um, really? But... Rambling? Who, quick, me? Next week, real quick, we should have Adele from Gametopia and Charisma Plus 2 on. Very nice. So we look forward to having her on, and in about three weeks, because we have to skip a week because of Comic-Con to have this guest on, we will have Rachel from Game Girl and Game Topics as well. So, look forward to having her on in a few weeks as well. I uh, want to thank Stephanie for coming on again, Woo! back to the show. Thanks hey, for having Steph me, guys. Yes, I miss you. <laughs> oh, I miss all you guys, too. 
Definitely mm. was nice hearing you back on the podcast. Oh, well, you know, you ever have me back, I'd be more than willing to come and do another show with you guys. Awesome. Do no you want to give them a quick uh, shout to tell them how you can, they can get a hold of you if they want? Twitter, Pwned, or whatever? Yeah, I mean, guys, the easiest way to really get a hold of me... Um, I mean, I know it might not look like I'm on Pwned all the time, but I'm ninjaing or I'm in one of our many sponsored accounts. But uh, yeah, Pwned.com slash Clover, that's C-L-O-V-3-R, um, or Clover at Pwned.com is my email, or you can uh, hit me up here on agrogamer.com as well. Uh, any, 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 any way you get a hold of me, I, I promise I'll, with, I'll see it within the day, unless I'm not on a computer. So... Hit me up on Pwned, guys. I'd love to hear from y'all. I'll write back to you as soon as I can. Um, and give me your suggestions for what you want for the site, because we're, we're really, really wanting to hear what you guys think. Um, and expect expect some new changes here in the next few months. So. Woohoo. Sounds good. Uh, Brian, I want to give a shout-out to your info. Yep, uh, you can catch me on Pwn.com or on Twitter.com uh, slash Quiglin. Ben? Q-U-I-G-L-I-N. What? Ben? Oh, uh, you can find me at Pwn.com slash Church4252 or Twitter.com slash Church4252. All right, and you can find me pretty much anywhere as G-Nitro. Just type it in, then slash G-Nitro. That's all I'm going to say. You sure it's not G-Nitro? I don't G care Nitro? if it's Pwn, Twitter... MySpace or Facebook. Whitehouse.com slash GNitro. GNitro. Find me on iHeartAsianWomen.com slash GNitro. Well, alright. We thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with Adele from Gametopias and Charisma Plus 2. We thank one more time Stephanie for coming back. And we will catch you all next week. Peace iTunes! iTunes! Yeah, peace. <laughs> Later. Welcome to the AgriCast. God damn it, that's the crast. <laughs> 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 I, I even told myself, don't say crast. Crast.
Okay. Fuck. Oh, I should just start the show and say, fuck it. We're all here. <laughs> um. Alright. Welcome to the AgroCast, the official podcast. Hey, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Try this again. I apologize, people.